Thank you for joining us on this week's episode of the NACF Podcast. This week we have co-pastor Sharonda Manor Foster. Are you tired of not seeing it through? Of not stepping up to the call? Well, this message is for you. Step through. When you step up, you come forward. You come out of hiding. You come out of your excuses. You come out of the lies. You come out of what they said. You come forward and say, yes, I will. And yes, I will do it. You are truthful with yourself. Go ahead and release a praise. Go ahead and release a praise. Go ahead and release a praise. Serve notice. Serve notice on anything that tried to stop you. Go ahead and release a praise in his face. Go ahead and release a praise for anything that tried to hinder you, anything that tried to stop you. Go ahead and thank your God. Go ahead and rehab my show code. Now, let me do it for myself. My God. My family got into a fight with COVID last July. And when I tell you it was a fight, it was a fight. So don't mind me when I celebrate and I say we made it. My God, don't mind my praise because we made it. Don't mind me because more than one person in my family contracted COVID. And we made it. Don't mind my praise. I will bless the Lord at all times. And his praise shall continually be in my mouth. And so, God, we said thank you. Thank you all for being back. We're going to dive right in. Let's stand up really quick as we go into the word. I believe that there is a word in the house. Again, our senior pastor, Dr. Parson, has told you that I am co-pastor Sharonda Manor Foster, and I believe that God has a word. If you have joined us through video broadcast, stay right there. Stay right there, because I believe that God has something for you on this afternoon. And so let's just get ready for it. We're going to 2 Kings 2, 11 through 14, and it, it might be familiar to you. But we're going to take another look. Amen. So let's read that together. 2 Kings uh, 2, 11 through 14. Um, and let's start at 11. And it says, as they were walking along and talking together, suddenly a chariot of fire and horses of fire appeared and separated the two of them. And Elijah went up to heaven in a whirlwind. 13. Uh, 12, I'm sorry. Elisha saw this and cried out, My father, my father, the chariots and the horsemen of Israel. And Elisha saw him no more. Then he took hold of his garment and tore it in two. Elisha then picked up Elijah's cloak that had fallen from him and went back and stood on the bank of the Jordan. He took the cloak that had fallen from Elijah and struck the water with it. Where now is the Lord, the God of Elijah, he asked. When he struck the water, it divided to the right and to the left, and he crossed over. Go ahead and have your seats. Be in a place of uh, expectancy. I do want to pray because when God gave me this word, I didn't want to talk about it. And I didn't want to do it. And I asked him, do I have to? Um, because this is something I don't want to do. And it's something I don't want to talk about. And he said to me, he said that you all prepare the word. You prepare it for the people. But he said on this afternoon, everybody's going to eat. Including you. 
that you won't be the person that prepares the meal and you don't get to eat. He said, this is for you too. And so I want to pray over this word. And Father God, we said thank you on this afternoon. We said thank you for your word that sustained us. Thank you, oh God, for the word that has been prepared on this afternoon. God, we ask you to bless it. We ask you that it may be nourishment for our bodies. God, as we break this bread that is your word, as we serve it up to one another, and as we take of it ourselves, God, we said thank you for the blessing that is in it. Thank you for the bread of the word, oh God, on this afternoon that will bring transformation, that will bring life, that will bring deliverance, that will bring revelation. My God, in the holy name of Jesus. And so we said, thank you, oh God. Thank you for your anointing. Thank you for your presence. And thank you, oh God, that you don't forget the server. My God, in the name of Jesus. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen and amen. We're all going to eat today if you're familiar with this story Dr. Parson uh, taught from this just a few weeks ago about Elijah and Elisha and she talked to the coaches and the people that they are mentoring and so just really quick remember that Elisha is a prophet of God Elisha is um, being uh, mentored by Elijah He is an apprentice, Elisha. He is supposed to be who's next. He's training. He's he's coming along, Elisha. Elisha wants to be like Elijah. He's already asked for his anointing. He wants double of what Elijah, excuse me, a double of what Elijah did. He wants God to work through him the way he worked through Elijah. He's asked for double power, double presence, uh, and double anointing uh, of what Elijah has. Uh, And I want you to be sure to understand I'm saying Elijah and Elijah. There's two of them. But I want to talk this afternoon about Elijah. I want to understand and I want us to understand that I believe there's been a place where all of us have asked for something that we've seen somebody else have. That we have wanted what they had. Elisha wanted what Elijah has. Some of us even come into a place of jealousy that we want it so badly. We envy them and we covet what they have. We go to God and say, I want a husband just like hers. I want a wife the way the one that he has. I want to have money just like them. We want what other people have. And this is what Elisha wanted from Elijah. We dream about it. We we plan about it, but I want us to be careful to understand, do we understand what we're asking for when we ask for somebody else's stuff? Do we understand what we're saying when you said, God, give me this and give me that? And so right here in this scripture, we find that after Elisha, had walked with Elijah for some time. Now it is time for his teacher, his mentor, to be taken up. It is time for Elijah to go away. And it is time for Elijah to step through. It is time for Elisha to step through. And as we are in this year of walking with God, and over the past couple of months, our theme has been get to stepping. I want to take a look of how Elisha stepped through. Let's have a look at what Elisha is going to teach us on this afternoon. In 2 Kings 2 and 13, we see Elisha, and it says, Elisha then picked up Elijah's cloak that had fallen from him. Be reminded that Elijah's taken up. God took him up, but his cloak fell. And here we have Elisha picking up the cloak of Elijah. He picked it up for where it had fallen, and he went back and stood on the bank of the Jordan. 
Now, I want you to understand what this mantle is that fell from the sky and Elisha picked up. Because I don't want us to get caught up in thinking it was just a garment, which it was. It was an outer coat. It's a thing that you drape over yourself that really has uh, no sleeves, but it belonged to Elisha. In this story, it represented the power, the presence, and the approval of God. And so he went back to pick up this mantle. But I also want you to understand what a mantle is. It is an important role or responsibility that passes from one person to another. And so by him picking up this mantle, he understood that he was picking up the responsibility that had now passed to him from Elijah. And so I want us to understand when we say what we want and we want what somebody else have, that you have to also know you're picking up the responsibility and the importance of what they carry and what they do. Be careful what you ask for. Be careful what you ask for. And so here is Elijah. He has picked up the mantle. He went back and stood in the place where he saw the first miracle happen or the last miracle of Elijah. And he has the mantle. And so the first thing that Elisha tells us that we ought to do is step up. You asked for it. Now you got it. And now it's time for you to step up. Stepping up is a voluntary move. I don't know if you've ever been in a place and they ask for a volunteer and somebody pushes somebody forward. They're resisting and trying to get back. But when you step up, it's a voluntary move. You're saying that I will. I will put myself in the place. You're saying that I will go when you step up, when you move forward. You're deciding that I'm going to go. I'm going to do it, whatever it is. And some of us need to do what Elisha did, and we need to step up. We need to step forward. We need to step up and take responsibility and possess that which has been left to you. Now, some of us didn't get to walk with an Elijah. Some of us didn't ask for anybody's stuff, but how about I tell you, you got it anyway. Some of us had children, uh, and that means that you have a mantle of a parent uh, that you have to step up uh, and take possession of. Uh, Some of us have gotten married. Uh, There is a mantle uh, that you have that you have to step up uh, and take possession of. Uh, Some of you in your own very lives, uh, there is something uh, that you have to do to step up uh, and take possession of it. When you step up, you come forward. You come out of hiding. You come out of your excuses. You come out of the lies. You come out of what they said. You come forward and say, yes, I will. And yes, I will do it. You are truthful with yourself. Come forward and stop hiding at home. Come forward and stop hiding in offenses. They made me mad. And so I'm not. Come forward and do what you are supposed to be doing. Come forward and stand in the place that God has given you to stand. Come forward out of those jobs. Now, I'm not telling you to quit your job. But we use the workplace as an excuse that we cannot do the things for God because we're at work. Come forward and come out of hiding. Come forward out of insecurity and shyness. But I can't do it the way the other people do it. Well, I don't know how to do that. Come forward and be truthful with yourself. Say what you need and get after what you need to get the job done. God told me to tell somebody on this afternoon, cut the crap. Cut the crap because you're not fooling anybody. You are not fooling anybody. It is time for you to come forward. Stop hiding behind your family. Stop saying your spouse won't let you do it. Your spouse is not in the place of God. And your spouse ain't even doing all that holding. 
You want them to hold you. You're asking the spouse, hold me back. Say, say I can't go. Uh, don't you want me to do something with you? Don't you have somewhere for me to go? And your spouse is like, no, you can go ahead. No, 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 I want to stay here with you. It's time for you to come forward. Come forward and do the things that God has called you to do, whatever those things are. Why? Because you are not fooling anybody. Elijah stood up and took responsibility for the mantle that he had been given. And I tell you on this afternoon that every person in here and every person online, you have a mantle. You have a responsibility. There is a place of importance that has been handed down to you. And I want to know what you're going to do with it. You have to step up and come forward even though they're watching. You have to step up and come forward because they're watching. If you read just a couple of verses ahead, when Elijah and Elisha knew it was time for Elijah to be taken up, they traveled to three different places. Each place that they went to, there was a group, they call them the sons of the prophets, a group of men that would come and say, Elisha, uh, uh, you know that Elijah's getting ready to get taken up. Uh, you know that the Lord is going to take him. He's going to take your master. He's going to take your mentor. You know you're not going to have no covering uh, after this. You know you're going to be by yourself, Elijah. You know what's getting ready to happen to you. We have to get in our spirit in the same way that Elisha did. Every time they told him, you know what's getting ready to happen, Elisha. He said, I know, be quiet. Right there in your Bible. I know, be quiet. I know he getting ready to go, be quiet. I know what's getting, getting ready to happen, be quiet. And some of us need to get that. Let's learn from Elisha today because they are going to be looking. They are going to be watching and they are going to be talking. They're trying to tell you what you can and what you cannot do. They're trying to tell you how hard it's going to be. Well, you need to get in your spirit. Be quiet. I already know. Be quiet. I'm getting ready to do this. I've already stepped up. But they're talking. You already made your mind up. But they are coming to talk trash to you. And I want to talk to us parents. And I am a parent of young adults. But on this morning, I'm standing on the side of the young adults. I am not with the parents today. Because parents, we are the people that are saying, you know, you're going to have to get a job, don't you? You know you're going to have to take care of yourself. You know you're going to have to do better than what you're doing. You know you need to get your driver's license. You know you need to save money. You know you need to be getting ready to uh, get out of here. You know you need to get rid of them friends. We saying all of that to the young adults. We are they. They trying to get ready to do what they're going to do. Well, you know this is what getting ready to happen. And... This is why I want us to be careful, young adults. Don't say it loud. Don't say it loud. Say it to yourself. I know. Be quiet. Careful when you say it. Don't you go say it. Well, Pastor Rhonda said I can tell y'all to be quiet. But say it to yourself. Because you've already stepped up. You've already taken up the mantle. You've already taken up the responsibility. And so now to yourself say, I know, be quiet. Even if you have to quiet the voices that's in your own head and the doubts that's in your own head, then you just need to say, I know, be quiet. I know I'm getting ready to do this. Be quiet. I know I'm getting ready to take this responsibility. Be quiet. I'm getting ready to step out here and do what God told me to do. Be quiet. I'm going to finish these books so you be quiet. I'm going to stand up and be who God called me to be. And so be quiet. We have to get that in our spirit. That we stand up and tell them to be quiet. 
But I want you to step up and come forward and go anyway. Because some of them, and I don't know if you remember this, but we talked about who all's watching. We talked about the haters watching, the spectators and the imitators. Those are the ones you just tell them to be quiet. But there's also the seekers, the becomers, and the relayers. They're watching. They need to know how it's done. They need to know how you're going to do it. They need to know how in the world did you become a minister? How did you get that job? How did you come out of that divorce? They need to know how you, they're, they're watching, they're seeking. How can I be that? How can I do that? And so you have to step forward. How can I come from the back? How can I come from a pile of heap and rubble that tore me down? How can I do that? How can I step up and come forward? You have to do it because they're watching. It's not only about you. And so Elisha knew that. He picked it up anyway. They had been every place that he had been talking. And I want us to know that all of us have somebody that's watching. You may not have no haters. Everybody don't have haters. But you do have spectators. They just watching. But you do have those that are seeking, those that are yet to become, and those that are the relayers. And this is who you're going to hand it off to. These are the ones that just might get your mantle. These are the ones that are going to take the responsibility for what you left them. And so it's time for you to uh, come forward in that. And the next thing that you have to do is step up and take responsibility. It's on you. Elijah is gone. Elisha has to do it for himself. And this message is for someone who is still blaming their parents for what happened. Still blaming the horrible divorce. Still blaming your former employer. It is time for you to step up and claim responsibility of your life, of your purpose, of what's next, of the steps that you take. There's no need in you keep laying blame. Why? Because they can't come back and do anything about it. They can't come back and do anything for you. It is time for you to step up and take responsibility. And so the next thing that it says in 14, it says, he took the cloak that had fallen from Elijah, and he struck the water with it. He took the tool that had fallen from Elijah. Let me get it in my good hand. Pastor Erica talked about that dominant hand. Let me, let me get it in my dominant hand. And it said he took it, and he went back to the place where he had saw Elijah do a miracle. And he picked up that mantle. Mind you, they had all assembled on the other side. They're watching to see what Elijah's going to do. And he picked up the mantle. And he struck the water. What did the water represent? Why did he need to do that? Why, why are you doing that? For one thing, this was what Elijah did. And so now Elisha is doing the same thing. He picked up the mantle and struck the water because Elijah had did it and walked across on dry land. And so now it's Elisha's turn to see if he can do it. And I'm here to tell you on this afternoon that some of you need to pick up the tools that God has given you. Pick up your responsibility. And it is time for you to strike the waters. Well, what are the waters in your life? What are the barriers? What are the things that are holding you back? What is the lies? What is the laziness? What is is the procrastination and have you picked it up and are you ready to strike because Elisha stepped up stood right there in the place he was in position he had his weapons 
What was this? The approval, the power, and the presence of God. He didn't step up here by himself with nothing. No, he stood up with the power, the presence, and the approval of God. And he went to strike against everything that was standing in his way. When are you going to strike at everything that is standing in your, what's in your way? Your excuses are in the way. Your past are in the way. Your habits are in the way. You need to stand up. Whatever it takes. I don't know about you. And I have never played baseball. But I do know if you're going to strike something, you have to get ready. He didn't get to do what Moses did. Moses just stretched his staff out over the water. No, he said strike it. And he had to strike the water. And for some of us, we've been pity patting with our lives. We've been playing with our lives. We keep coming back around the same thing and the same thing. And it is time for us to strike. You keep going back and forth with mental illness. You keep going back and forth with it. Because you feel like you can't do nothing about it. It is just my brain and, and, and it's just what's happening to me. Uh, well, I got a friend that's a doctor. And she said that mental illness is manageable if you do the work. She said people with mental illness can live normal and regular lives if you're willing to do the work. And so I want to know on this afternoon, if you're on camera and if you're in this room, are you ready to strike? Are you ready to put this in the water? Are you ready to move what is in your way? Go ahead and talk to a doctor. Go ahead and get some help. Go ahead and be willing to put in the work. Strike the waters. Do something. Do something. But whatever is standing in your way, it is time for you to strike. My marriage been messed up. I don't know what to do about it. What are you going to do about it? It's time for you to strike the waters. If you need to go get a counselor, go get a counselor. What do you are? If you need to take up praying day and night, then you take up praying night. If you need to fast, then you need to fast. What's your strike? What are you going to do? Young adults, what are you going to do? I just can't seem to get a break. I just can't make a move. There is nothing in my favor. What are you going to do? You're going to keep standing up there complaining about it, saying that this world ain't fair, saying what a black man can't do saying that they holding you down. What is your strike? What do you need to do? What skill do you need to learn? What person do you need to talk to? My God, in the name, get a mentor, get a coach, and do what you want to do, and do what you need to do so that you might strike. My God, strike against those habits. Go on a strike. I dare you to pick up the power, the presence, and the approval of God and go on a strike from those habits. I dare you pick it and protest against those habits. I dare you say, I'm not doing this, I'm on strike. I'm not smoking nothing, I'm on strike. I'm not drinking nothing, I'm on strike. And you striking at it every time you say no. I'm not eating no cookies and chips, I'm on strike. It is time for us to stand up. We can't do it by ourselves with the approval and the presence of God and strike. I got right here, Jackie, and I said to God, I don't want to do this. I don't want to preach this message. I don't want to say this again because it feels like I've already said this. Mind you, this is, this is the server getting ready to eat. God, I already ate this. And it didn't do good. And it didn't do nothing. And it didn't change nothing. God, I already ate this. Now I got to prepare it, serve it up again, and eat it again. He said, you're not the only one. 
And he said that you're not the first person that I've had to serve something up to more than one time. He said, I'm going to keep serving it until you get it. I'm going to keep giving it up until you get it. And so I had to come here in this place with you and tell you that I have to keep giving you what God gave me. I have to keep serving up that we have to strike against the things that are coming at us, that it is time for us to step up. The next thing that Elisha did is he stepped in. He walked up to that water, to the Jordan, and he struck it. And the scripture says that the waters parted to the left and to the right. I don't know if you can imagine standing at the ocean, at a sea. And you got the power, the approval, and presence of God. You're in the right place where you've seen it done before. And you strike. And that thing parted. Can you imagine if you had not been able to get into school, you've been registering and registering and not having enough money, and then you go and try it again, you strike again, and they say, you could come? Can you imagine that you have been trying to lose weight, and you can't, and you up and down, and you yo-yoing, and, and you strike that thing again, and in the first month, you got 10 pounds? What? You went up to that thing to strike it. You said, God, you know what? You keep telling me to go pray for this person. God, I'm not the person to pray. I wish you were seeing somebody else. But you go up to that person and you strike with your prayer. And that person says, this is exactly what I needed. You are a godsend. And so that's what Elisha did. He struck it. And the waters parted. Wow. I didn't think they was going to part. I didn't know I would be able to do it because this is what Elijah did. But what does he have to do next? He got to step in. You can't stand there. Whoa. I can't believe that happened. I can't believe I was able to do that. And you just stand in there. And God has answered God was the only one who could separate those waters. But now it's time for you to step in. Are you going to stand out there astounded? Ooh, well, that's nice. But now it's time for you to move. It's time for you to get to work. All that other stuff was lip service. I'm sorry. You deciding to step up, you claiming responsibility, you saying I got the mantle, that's all happening here and that's all happening from your mouth. But when you go to step in, there's a movement that you have to take. Now you have to move across uh, this Jordan. He hit the Jordan and made the Jordan, the water stand up to the left and right. And that is the same for you. Now it is time for you to move and keep moving. What are you going to do when God, when you can see a glimpse of what God is going to do, when he has parted the way, where there is no more barrier standing in your way, now it's time for you to move. Now it's time for you to walk. It is not time for you to stand out there and say, look what God did. How long do you think he's going to hold them open? How long do you think those waters are going to stand on end? How long? Some of you have been sober. You've been sober for some time. God has parted the waters. He gave you a moment to breathe, a moment to think. But now it's time for you to move. It's time for you to get into the program. It's time for you to see how this thing is going to end. Not for you to just stand right here for a moment. He gave you a job. Now it's time for you to step all the way in and do what it requires to stay there. Do what it requires to move forward. He's already did it for you. You've already parted the waters. He he sent you your husband and your wife, but now it's time for you to move. How are you going to keep them? What are you? It's time for you to move. It's time for you to step all the way in. It's time for you to give yourself over to it. My God, it's time for you to move. Get busy doing the work, whatever the work is. 
whatever he's called you to do. So many to name in this place. What has he called you to do? Stop playing. Cut the crap. Step up. Step in. And step through. Once you have stepped in and you're making your way, Elijah had to step in on dry ground because the waters had parted. He was getting ready to walk across this Jordan. But now it's time for you to step through. This is where a lot of us are right now. We're in the middle of the dry place. God is holding the waters. We are not drowning. He has called us to walk through. And we're moving slow. Get to purpose. Get to what he called you to do. Why are you playing? Why are you standing in the middle and looking around? It is time for you to move through. Elisha had to move through that sea, though the waters were standing up. Some of us have started in ministry. You did it. You volunteered. But you have not moved through. You won't even sign the papers to be a servant leader. That's the through. I'm going to do what's next. I'm going to do what God is calling me to do next. Some of you started taking two classes. But you're not through. You're still standing in the middle. While God is holding the waters. We believe we have all the time in the world. To do what God has called us to do. We don't know how much time we have. Elisha had picked up the mantle. I want to do and be double of what my mentor was. Where are you at? Are you the person that just... Stepped up, getting ready to do this. Are you the person that have stepped in? Like, you struck some things already, and I've stepped in. But are you the person that is moving through? There's a finished work that God has called all of us to. There's a finished place, whatever your place might be. Some of us, your finished place is right here in the house. God has called you to do some things. And you are in. But you're not moving through. You're not available. You're busy. You have everything to do. And there's nothing left for what God has called you to do. Note I didn't say nothing left for what pastor called you to do or what we called you to do. God called you to serve, and you stepped up and said, I would serve. But you've yet to move through. You're kind of standing on the outside, wondering and watching. Wonder how long these waters going to stay standing up. Wonder how long I will have to walk through what God has purposed me to do. And so you're standing there like this person when you have to get through. Some of you ain't got but a couple of credits left to your degree. You stepped in, but you're not moving through. You can be done with that. It is a place for all of us to come through. This, this is a word for you. I can't even give enough examples and tell enough stories for you to know what your step up, step in, and step through is. When are you going to be done? Are you moving? God, am I moving? Or am I gracefully bowing out? Or am I standing in the middle so it looks like I'm moving, but I'm really not? I'm really busy with my life, and I don't have time for it. Elisha came to tell us that after 
that's done. After you've walked, after you've been taught, now it's on you to step up and take responsibility and move through. And so we are going to pray. Because I want you to gain momentum in what God has called you to do. And I'm glad that uh, so many of my seasoned elders are here. Because I want you to know, see it through, step through. There is still a work for you to do, still purpose in your calling. There is someone that needs to say that they caught your mantle, that they're next. I'm the next Denise, I'm the next Miss Geneva, I'm the next Miss Sweet, I'm the next Brenda, I'm the next Karen, I'm the next Reverend BJ. I, somebody needs to say, I caught it. Because you're still moving through. You're still giving what you ought to be giving. So that you can get through and get to the other side. Young adults, get through. Get through. Most of you guys are not babies anymore. You guys are out of school. Some of you may be in college. But it's time for you to step up and say, I got it. Pick up the mantle, whatever it is. Pick up the mantle of entrepreneurship and say, I got it. Pick up the mantle of ministry and say, I got it. Pick up the mantle of manhood and say, I got it. I got it. And I'm going to strike whatever is in my way. It is going to move. I'm going to step in and I'm going to step through. And I'm going to say this also to the men of God in this house. Step up. Step in. And step through. Step up. Step in. I'm, I'm going to say this, and I love you. But we don't want to have to look for you. Where are you? Come out of hiding. Be available for the things of God. Step up. Step in. Step in the call that God has given you. Whatever it is that God has called you to do. And I know some of you say, I'm taking care of my family. Is that all God called you to do? And if you're taking care of your family, are you making sure that they are in the presence of God? Are you making sure that they are making it? Are you praying for them? Whatever it is that God has called you to do and then step through. What is your finished work? Elijah told us what he was asking for. He wanted to do double what Elijah did. What's your finished work? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Is it to serve? Is there a minister in you? Is there a pastor in you? Where you ought to be serving? Are you a missionary? Are you to support the house? What are you to do? What are you to do? There is a group of men that have placed the weight of this ministry on their backs. And can I tell you that they need some help and support from other men. From other men. And ladies, I'm not going to leave you out of this. Because there is a group of women that have taken the weight of ministry on their backs. And can I tell you that they need some help? Where are you? And what are you doing? And can you help us? Whatever it is that God has called you to do. It's about people, y'all. It's not about, well, I'm just taking care of myself and my life. Do that. Get healthy and come on and step through and do what God has called you to do. Do you know that the men and women of God are everywhere? They're doing all kinds of work. And so I don't want us to get stuck thinking, well, I'm not a preacher. Nobody said you had to preach. 
But you ought to be doing what God has called you to do and step through. The same thing with you that have joined us on video broadcast. Go ahead and step through. You know what? The relationship is over. It ended. And you have struck the barriers. You have stepped out. You are operating on your own. But now you need to move through. God has more for you than that. More for you than to sit alone in a place. More for you to just be repeating what happened and what didn't happen. God has something more for you. And so step up. Step in on today and step through. Step through to what God has next for you. You still leaving, living, you still breathing. God has more for you to do. And so ask him, God, what is it that you would have me to do? What is my through? Elisha had a through. He moved and he did the miracles that God, that he asked God for. Was he taunted? He was still taunted in other places that he went. Were they still watching? They were still watching. But he moved through. He got to work. He stepped up and he did it. And so I just say that to all of us. I tell you, this word came for all of us. What is your through? Come out of hiding. Come on out and do the things that God has ordained you to do. God, what does it look like for me? What does it look like for me to be through? Is it to, uh, to um, uh, tutor and raise up and mentor children and young adults? God, I want to be through. Is it for me to teach these children in this school district? God, is it for me to be a presence where they are? God, I want to get through. Whatever it is that he's called you to do, I need you to get to it. Let's take it from Elisha and move through. Now, some of you are saying, I have no idea how to get there. I don't know what it is that I am to do. And I'm going to invite you to know Jesus on this afternoon. I am inviting you to have him come into your life and to know you, that you might know what your purpose is. Because some of you know, you know very well, Cam, you know, and you know very well, Stephanie, you know, and you know very well, Shay, you know, and you know very well what God has called you to do. And now it is time for you to come through. You've already stepped in. It's time to move through. But if that's you on this afternoon and you said, you know what, I, I don't know him like that. I don't know what my purpose is. I don't know if I know Jesus. Uh, we're going to extend the invitation. Because none of us can do this without him. None of us can get up and try again without him. And so we are going to pray for you on this afternoon. If that is you or if you are in this place and you said, you know what, I want to get through and I know that I cannot do this by myself. I know that I need Jesus. I'm going to ask you just to stand with me all over the house so nobody's standing alone. Let's stand up all over the house. And for those of you who are on video broadcast. And there may be someone that is saying, you know what, I did know him. But I kind of got away from him. I kind of got drew back during the pandemic. I've been on my own. I haven't been with him, but I would like to rededicate myself today. Because really only the things that you do for God will last. Only the things that you do for him matters. And so if that's you and you're here, if that's you and you have joined us on video broadcast, I want you to say this prayer with me, to rededicate yourself, to invite him to come into your life. So let's just say it together. Lord Jesus, forgive me for everything I have done wrong. Come into my life and change me. Jesus. I want to get through. Jesus, I want what you want for me. 
Jesus, come into my life. I'll make you my Lord and Savior. It's done. It's just that easy. If you have said that with your heart, then you have invited him into your life. My God, in the name of Jesus. Uh, if you said that online, uh, just say, just raise your hand, put a hand up, say it was me, and we will make sure that you received our book. Our pastor has written a book. And do you know that that book helps you to walk through? It gives you how to step through. If you're here in the house and you said that and you rededicated yourself, just raise your hand and we will make sure that you get that book. If you're here and you've rededicated your life on today, then raise your hand and we'll make sure that you get that book. My God. And now we're going to pray. Our pastor is going to come. But we are going to pray for those. For those who have yet to step up. For those who need to step in and strike something. I need you need to get some things down and out of your way. And for those who just need to move through. You've done all the rest of it already. And now it's time for you to uh, move through. So go ahead and position your hearts. Go ahead and be honest with yourself. And say, God, I got to move through. Some of you are in a tough spot on this afternoon. But we're going to pray for you that you have some movement. That you're able to keep moving. My God. Some of you need to come out of hiding. And step up and take responsibility. I'm going to be truthful with myself on this afternoon. My God, in the name of Jesus. And so let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, as you walk up and down these aisles, as you go row to row, God began to move on the people of God. Those that need to step up, move on them right now, God, in the name of Jesus. I cancel the assignment of the enemy that has kept them on the wrong side of this thing, God. Touch them now. Move on them now. Give them the conviction to step up to what you've called them to do. And God, I ask you also for those who are willing to step up that need to step in. God, push them. God, give them that nudge. God, give them that understanding. God, again, convict their heart. Break their heart for what breaks your heart, God. Help them to see what you're calling them to do. Let them know it's time that they are here today to hear this word because it's time for them. It's time for them to step in. And then, God, give us those of us that are walking halfway there. Yeah, I'm almost there. I'm almost there. I'm almost there. God, give them the push, God, give them the nudge to step all the way through. Let them know it's time. Let them know it's time is running out. Give them an urgency. Give them an urgency. Give them an urgency. Give them an urgency where they are right now, where they stand right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. Put a yes on the inside. Put a yes. God, give them a yes to your will and to your way. God, those that are listening, wherever they're, wherever they are, somebody's at work, somebody's at home, somebody's in their living room, and they know they're not in the right place. They know where they're supposed to be in you. God, push them up, push them in, push them through. In the name of Jesus, I cancel the assignment of the enemy that has held them in place. Every spirit of paralysis that has held them in the same place. Everyone that's in the same place spiritually this year as they were this time last year. Everyone, God, that came out of the pandemic the same way they went in. God, don't let them sit there another week. In the name of Jesus, stir them up. Stir them up. Stir them up. God, stir them up. Stir them up. Don't let them be comfortable there. Don't let them rest there, God. 
Let them know that you have come after them today. You've come after them today. It's you. It's you. He's coming after you today. And you feel it in your spirit. So now, God, let them walk on it. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Well, I feel when she said the presence, the power, and the approval of God. That what that mantle represented was the presence, the power, and the approval of God. We call it the anointing. To allow Elisha to do supernatural things. And to bring about supernatural results. And you already know who you are. So I'm going to say it like the Holy Spirit said it to me. And if that's you, I want you to come up and meet us at the altar. This, this front place is where we pray for you. It's a place that you come to surrender your life to God. It's a place that you come to receive prayer. We call it the altar. And this is what God said. Some of you, you know what you're called to do. You know what your next step is supposed to be. All you're lacking is the presence, the power, and the approval of God. You don't feel like you truly have the presence of God in this thing. You don't feel his presence in it. You don't feel that approval. You, you know that it is, and you know he has, but you don't feel it. You don't. Having approval and feeling approval is two different things. Mama can tell you she, that's good, but you don't feel it. And some of you have the approval of God, but you don't feel the approval. And God is going to give you that today. The presence, the power, and the approval of God. The power of God to do that thing that I know what my next step is, but I need to feel God's power in that. His presence, his power of approval. If that's you, God has given out presence, power, and approval today. So if you know what your next step is supposed to be and you just want to really receive the presence, the power, and the approval of God to do that, that's who I want to meet here at this altar today. Amen. If you all could just give us a, give just some social distance. If those of you that are going to come to help me pray. We want to make sure that you stand behind them, no face-to-face, -face, even with your mask on. So now that's what I need. I need the presence, the power, and the approval of God to stand. I know what my next step is. I'm ready to step up, step in, and to step through. I just need to feel that. Is this the new oil? Father, in the name of Jesus, God, they knew who they were when they heard it. And today, 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 right now, today, as I lay my hands of the anointing on them, the presence, the power, and the approval of God is going to fall on these men and women of God right now in the name of Jesus. Receive it today. Mm. Receive it. God, I receive your power. I receive your presence. I receive your approval. In the name of Jesus. And I'm stepping up. And I'm stepping in. And I'm stepping through. In the name of Jesus. The presence, the power, and the approval of God fall on the woman of God right now. In the name of Jesus. She knows her next step, God. Rest on her now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. That's it. That's it. It's resting on you right now. It's resting on you right now. It's resting on you right now. We're going to move right on in into our time of giving, our time of tithing, our time of offering, because this is a part of our worship. We are yet obedient in this season. We yet are worshipers in our tithing. That 10% that we give back to God, oh, that is our worship. And so 
or if you have not prepared your giving, please do so. You can do that by going to nuantioc-eliante.org, push the donate button and follow the prompts. A second way that you can do this is by texting 77977 to Nuantioc, all one word, follow the prompts all the way through. And we're going to give you every means to be obedient, every means to give back into this. And so if you have to do it through mail, our address is 2550 Nature Park Drive, Suite 100. Our zip code is 89084. We want to be careful to thank all of those who have remained obedient, who have remained generous. If you'd like to know more about our campuses, you can visit our central campus at newantioch.org. That's N-E-W-A-N-T-I-O-C-H dot org. Or for our Aliante campus, you can visit us at newantioch-aliante.org. That's N-E-W-A-N-T-I-O-C-H dash A-L-I-A-N-T-E. If you'd like to sow a seed into this ministry, you can do so by texting New Antioch to 77977 for Aliante campus. Or for Central Campus, that's New Antioch Central at 77977.